first question is from akhil acharya ji pranam chapter 14 of tao teaching states he who knows this origin shall know the teaching and principle of the great tao the origin has been variously touched upon by lao tzu as following then he quotes from three chapters where the origin has been mentioned chapter 1 nameless is the origin of heaven and earth and this same origin is called the profound mystery as profound a mystery as it can be it is the gate to the essence of all life tao the way says chapter 4 can be infused into the nature and put to use without being exhausted it is so deep and subtle like an abyss that is the origin of all things and then again in chapter 52 by knowing the creation of all lives one can then return to the origin and abide by the mother i request you to please speak on the origin in detail thank you akhil gawal akhil it is pertinent that we appreciate the difference between creation and modification origination and reappearance things appear and disappear in the same dimension and this is a thing of common observation soil takes the shape of the tree the tree becomes the fruit the fruit becomes the body the body becomes the soil and this entire movement is in the 
dimension of the soil or you could say the dimension of the tree or the fruit or the body and since all these dimensions are in the same dimension call them as one but all this modification disappearance reappearance does not really explain origination the forms keep changing that which is changing can be seen and experienced there remains something behind the changes that eludes experience the proof is that merely looking at the cycle of change will never satisfy you you will be left a bit hungry you know that these things can't just happen on their own you know there is something more to it you know there is somebody as the primal cause of all change and yet not visible in the change not a part of the change causing it but not including not included in it that is the origin there is no proof of the origin except the fact that something in your consciousness knows very well 
that things don't add up. There is a deep vacancy. we can see is apparent to anyone who bothers to probe a little and understand things and check whether all is square In the language of Vedanta, this origin would be Satya and Tao would be Rit. Tao is the great invisible natural order of the universe. The origin is the center of the universe. It strikes the observant mind that such organized change cannot be there without changelessness. That in a universe where everything is prone to birth and decay, such continuation of birth and decay cannot be without something that is not expendable. Vedanta would call the 
truth as avyay that which can never be spent off that which can never get exhausted seen outside with the help of your senses one clearly is left wondering what is it that is behind all this this same query turning in words gets answered and silenced the moving universe is clearly seen as the moving mind and the great origin of the moving universe is then undoubtedly the unmovable center of the mind when when we are looking at the universe the origin was a very very strong but speculative urge of the mind one said the origin has to be one said the origin has to be it is not possible that the origin is not when one turns inwards and looks at his mind then one says the origin is now there is absolute certainty there is no need 
to speculate. Once being becomes the autonomous proof of the origin, the being of the meditator is the living proof of the origin. Things rising, things falling, things experienced, things perceived, Swirling stars collapsing, entire universes expanding and contracting. And yet, nothing, nothing at all, just nothing. Just nothing. A great void. that by its own will and decree sucks everything into itself and then upon a change of mood let's lose the universe That's the origin. The origin whose proof is allowed to The origin that appears like Lao Tzu because 
you cannot perceive it sensually and there is no other proof the way of knowledge has said that the way of devotion has asserted that there is no proof of the origin other than the being of allowed to dokneshat sut se brahmavid brahmav bhavati गुरुवाणी उठ से हरिजन हरि अंतर नहीं कबीर साहब उठ से दैट the body of the sadhu is the proof of truth if you will search for the meaning of origin or the origin itself in the universe will come very very close you will come frustratingly close but you will never come close enough to know when you will look for it in your mind then you stand a chance see how your silence is so
expressive. See how much can be directly expressed out of your silence. Engage the infinitude of words that are contained in your silence. Anonymously, formlessly, unorganized, not born, not even in womb, not there, yet fully ready to instantaneously appear. and see how all words rush to finally dissolve in silence. See how silence is like a great vacuum sucking all words into itself. Where do they go once they have reached? Nobody knows. Where do they just suddenly come from? Nobody knows. Nobody knows in the language of words. Nobody knows in the world of words, otherwise it's all too obvious. Is the origin therefore unknowable? Yes, the origin is unknowable. If you do not stand there, What if you stand there, then there is no need to know the origin. Is the origin a mystery? Yes, quite mysterious to those who are away from it. Is the origin a mystery to those who are at the origin? No. They do not even know that they are at the origin. All knowledge requires distance. When you are just there, you are freed from the burden of knowledge.
Lao Tzu is the poet of the great feminine because all proceeds from the origin and all disappears into the origin so he calls the origin as the great female sometimes the great mother why does he talk so much about it Alaudzu has no particular reason to talk much about anything. In fact, even the Tao Te Ching, it is said, was extracted out of him. He was not particularly willing to write it. It's just that to those who are not at the origin, the origin is a hope. The origin is a relief. The origin beckons. So to others, all this talk of the origin is useful. To a Lao Tzu, it is a nuisance to talk so much. about the obvious about the indescribable in chapter 52 akhil you have quoted by knowing the creation of all lives one can then return to the origin and abide by the mother one remains lost among the living one doesn't bother to inquire what the livingness is one remains occupied with structures movements peripheries crowds one 
forgets the center of everything. Therefore, these lines are useful, useful to the ones who would circumnavigate and avoid the center. Lao Tzu says, by knowing the creation of all lives, if you could really know what the game is all about, won't you gloriously, victoriously exit the game? The game is the circumference, the center of the game is the victory. One keeps on playing energetically at the boundary often not realizing that the energy is keeping one at the boundary. There is a great gravitational pull by the center but one's own energy is creating a centrifugal force in a direction opposite to the center. One keeps playing the game energetically. There is the game, there are several players It's quite a sound and a show. One doesn't examine because one is involved. Because one is involved, one becomes the involved one and the involved one to stay alive must stay involved. And the more one stays involved, the more one remains a part of the centrifuge. The more one remains a part of the centrifuge, the more actively one is able to resist the gravitation of the center. 
It's just that there is no peace in the orbit. And so when there is no peace, some people then turn to a Lao Tzu. And he says, the origin, the origin. Is the game important? Yes, it entertains, but see how exhausted you are. Are the players important? Yes, you can indulge with them. But do they fulfill you? And then he roars out his whisper that runs through the galaxies. The origin, the origin. origin so you see Lao Tzu is a poet of not doing the moment the particle in the orbit turns a non-doer it gets sucked in the separation is lost Lao would tell you all this that you are doing on the periphery is your mischief towards yourself. You are doing everything but the one right thing. If you can seize, the right would happen on its own. You don't even need to do it. You're doing is the trouble. And so you see, Lao Tzu is not a proponent of hard work. He would rather talk of soft submission. The harder you work, the bigger is the orbit. Run with a greater speed and you just increase the radius of the circle. Do more, do more, do more and what are you doing? You are just doing something against yourself. It's a strange thing. That which proceeds from the origin assumes a life of its own and starts avoiding the origin and how does it avoid it? Not necessarily by consciously creating a distance but often through passive ignorance. So there is mischief which appears in the form of active avoidance and then there is 
ignorance which is passive avoidance you asked me to speak on the origin in detail from the origin all details emerge but then they are for the one who is at the origin the one who is not at the origin must rather seek the details of where he is and that would help instead of asking me please tell me in detail about the origin how about asking yourself what are the details of where i am this is the way of knowledge akhil the way of knowledge does not seek the details of the origin it seeks the details of the periphery the orbit the entire spherical universe just tell me about this that i'm perceiving the way of knowledge says i don't want to speculate i would rather start off with that which is evident to my senses the periphery is evident i want to know the details of the periphery i want to know who are these players why are these balls striking against each other what is this merry go round where did those shadows come from who's who's behind the curtains did somebody just say me and then there is the way of the simple minded one the one who doesn't claim that he has the power to dissect the universe and get into the anatomical details how does this one remember the origin this one doesn't remember the origin by seeing that things are false and do not fulfill 
This one is a curious case. This one is so crazily innocent. He somehow manages to directly remember. He doesn't have to cross over on the boat of negation. Neti Neti are not the two pedals that he uses. He somehow manages to just fly over. The origin strikes him as an old memory, as an undeniable reality. He doesn't have to go to it via something. He has an inexplicable direct connect. How does he have a direct connect? When he does not know. Strange words. Tarnapo yuhi gayo liyo jaratan jeet कहो नानक मजहर मना औद जात है बीत Why recite a name? Why meditate upon someone, something, somebody? No answers. But the devotee is sure that that is what needs to be done. Tanadhan Jo Tako Dio Tase Nehunakin Kahunanak Narbavare Kahe Dolat Din Tanadhan Jo Toko Dio Tase Nehunakin Tase, that, with him, with whom, with him, with whom, with him, with whom, with him.
तासे नेहु नकीन और नानक नरबावरे काहे डोलकती दव डिवोटी इज नॉट इवन explaining the existence of the origin he is asserting it he is saying from the origin you got everything and that's why it is the origin everything originates there from there you got everything tan dhan jo takot from there you got everything but you couldn't love him kahun nanak narbavare kahe dolatdi and nae now now why do you find it strange that you roam hither thither in your अप्रूटेड स्टेट इज नॉट सेइंग दैट द ओरिजिन इज सेइंग वी डोंट वांट टू टॉक अबाउट द ओरिजिन वी वांट टू टॉक अबाउट यू योर डिस्टेंस फ्रॉम द ओरिजिन इज अपीयरिंग इन द फॉर्म ऑफ योर freckled face and distraught eyes a general sense of dinata inner empowerment that's what happens when the particle that emanates from the origin develops an individuality of itself and decides to keep a distance the saint is not saying the origin is that is beyond his narrative the discourse is not on the origin but on you the origin is saint is sure the way of knowledge is the way of skepticism the way of devotion is the way of utter surety the gyan margi proceeds through his skepticism 
about the universe. The devotee proceeds through his surety about the origin. So the devotee is sure of the origin and disappointed of you. Hmm. So Akhil depends on you. If you have some innocence, then just know that that is no without proof, no without reason. And if you have sold yourself out to reason, then proceed to reason fully. Half-baked arguments are the curse and the support of the ego. It's not that the truth does not like arguments. It's just that the truth is not amenable to half-baked fearful arguments that dare not go the distance. If you want to reason out then have the guts to take reason to its very end. You have reasons to be on your own, play the game, and avoid the center. Reasons fuel your activity. Why not reason things out fully and that will take you to the real reason. The real reason is false. So reason is nice. Truth likes reason because reason is self-destructive. If only you have the honesty to reason it out fully.
what stands between you and the origin is not intellect or reason but pseudo reason false incomplete biased amateur reasoning like a noise in the first class of logic happily proving plato and pythagoras wrong and how did he do that using his logic using his logic he succeeded in proving the master logicians wrong that's how the tiny particle on the periphery operates it has its own reasons using reasons it manages in its own eyes to defeat the one defeat the origin from where all reason all reason proceeds and into which all reason sinks <laughs>